Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. It's a family affair on What the Fit today. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody, and today I'm joined by my little brother, who's really not so little, Richard Ray Rubio. Good morning, Chrissy. Good morning. Richard's in Cincinnati this week, up from Charlotte, North Carolina, to spend Christmas at my house this year, and this is our first ever Christmas in Cincinnati. My first ever Christmas in Cincinnati after being here for eight years. No way. Yeah, because normally, typically, we would go to Canton, Ohio, mom's house for Christmas, but then I think the first Christmas after Joe died, we all silently collectively agreed that we could never spend Christmas in Canton That is very, very true. Very true. (laughs) So then last year we were in Charlotte at your house, and then here we are. So I'm hosting everyone at my place. I'm so excited. To be hosting. You know that I love to host. Do you? I, I, I'm not, I haven't picked that up yet. I love to host. I love to do everything my way. But I will say that it is a lot of work. It's fucking hard. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you're not working now. I know. But still, it's like a full-time job no, but, just preparing. And thank God I'm not working. And thank God I have you as a helper because the grocery trip alone put me out. It was stressful. Very it's stressful. so stressful. I thought that it was like 10 p.m. when we left. We got home. I unloaded the things. I did whatever. You went to your room. You came out and you're like, what time is it? I was like, it's midnight. Right. It was 6.53 p.m. <laughs> right. We had a full cart of groceries. So full. I wouldn't even be able to push it without you. No, it was It's heavy. a lot of work. So anyone that is like planning a Christmas dinner, hosting relatives, doing any any sort of coordinating of the festivities, I see you. I recognize your effort. If you don't hear it from anyone else but me, just know that as I'm putting the 600th dish in the dishwasher. Yeah, I'm shout out to everyone that's doing that. Shout you know, out. As recently, I've started hosting and I just have realized right. how fucking difficult it is. It's just stressful. It's hard to relax when it, you're the one that's responsible for just like, everything. Like planning. Yeah. Like, what would you be like a running list? Mm-hmm. I know it's tough, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm not, I don't have to actually work, so that's good. Uh, okay, so let's get into it. We're going to run through our three snippet questions, favorite workout, the thing we want to talk about, and wild card. So first up, Richard, what's been your favorite workout? My favorite workout, well, I would have to say it was yesterday when we went to Performance House with oh, Johnny. Oh, yeah. So, so kind of hidden to open his doors for us. And I think the best part was probably watching you work out. Oh, really? I, I, I didn't I, know that you were watching me. Oh, definitely. I was staring at you through the mirror. You were? <laughs> the whole time, yeah. I wasn't paying. I just tried to not pay attention to you. Uh, you know what's funny is that Johnny thought, so on Mondays, we're recording this on Tuesday. The snippet will come out Wednesday before Christmas. I worked out. We worked out on Monday. Typically, Mondays are my deadlift days. And as you know, like I just... I know. I really wanted to see you deadlift. Uh, well, we maybe we can... Wednesday, if you come on Wednesday, I'm yeah. going to deadlift on Wednesday. And so I was... And I, I wanted you to see me too. I was like excited yeah. about it. But I just I just got a kind of... I don't know. A weird... I, I wasn't feeling that great. And mm. I was like, I don't want to go into a heavy lift like a deadlift. And that's this is like my big day. If I'm not feeling 100%. And you... Yeah, it was so, the way your body... You, anything could have happened. Yeah. You were like... You were reassuring and like, you don't have to do it today. No, definitely. You definitely know, like not. if- Yeah, and if not, like not. I was telling you, if there are certain days, like heavy days, very strenuous days that you have planned to work out and you're just not feeling it, 
I'm going to switch it. I'm yeah. not going to force myself to do something and take away my maximum potential for right. that. No. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, but when I was telling Johnny, which I've never done before, I've never walked in and been like, mm-hmm. Johnny, I don't think we can do this today. Let's just do something else. He was like, oh, is it because your brother's here? And I was like, no, it's like the opposite. I'm pissed at my body that it's not oh, like. I thought it was because I was there because, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I was talking to Johnny um, during Christmas. Yeah. And he told me that your goal was to deadlift more than me. I told, told him that's a pipe dream that's never going to happen, but it's very cute that Christelle thinks that's even Wait, a you possible. Wait, can't, you can't deadlift 300? No, that you could deadlift more than me. Oh. That's your goal. And then so when you didn't want to deadlift on Monday, I'm like, is it because she oh. knows I can deadlift more than her? No, I'm very positive <laughs> that you can deadlift more than me. No, it it was no, I haven't do that. I wanted to do it, but I if you're coming Wednesday, yeah, I'll definitely come. The Wednesday. training, then I'm I'm gonna deadlift Wednesday. Um, but yeah, okay, wait, what 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 were you watching me do? Um, just move like a fucking athlete. Yeah, and you had athlete. really good form on the RDLs. Mm. RD deadlifting are like. Though that's my that's my best move. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at deadlifting. I also like to watch you kind of complain about doing biceps. Well, I didn't. It, I we don't really train biceps a lot, like you said. And I made one comment to him. That's all it takes. Don't I'm, tell a trainer that you want to train something because they're going to give it say to you. I wanted to train. I was just like, hey, we don't really train biceps. I didn't even care that we don't. I was just making an observation. Yeah. We don't have. Uh, we just don't really do it. I'll do some volume work at the end of a workout. Yeah. And his response was like, well, if you had a fourth day, like that's what you could work on. But like biceps are really built with like volume work. And yeah. And like, if you, you do enough compound exercises exactly. that you, you work. He's like, you're out. working your biceps yeah. when you do these other things. But then yesterday, I think it was because I told, you know, I wasn't feeling so, I wasn't feeling a hundred percent. And a bicep move is like it, an easy thing to do. Right. Like, you're not going to shit your pants. No, curl right. On a dumbbell. <laughs> right. 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 Hopefully not. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we did. I, I was struggling for those. My biceps are sore today. Mm-hmm. Are they really? Yes, my biceps. Did are you sore just do today. the one exercise? Did you do multiple exercises? I did multiple. I did hammer curls, and I did the band around my wrists right. with the with the uh, weights like out in front of me. I was worried initially that I would have more to do than you would, and I'd kind of have to be scurrying to get done as you finish. But you guys worked out for quite a while and did a lot of exercises. Yeah. Well, yeah. He. Ha- I mean, we moved nonstop. We yeah. Were just we were just like flowing through. I think his. You know, I, I didn't rest between anything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, a lot of the times, he'll be like, okay, take a breath. Like, Right, right. Yeah, if you're doing big, heavy movements. And yeah, then I'm resting break, like yeah. multiple, you know, minutes in between. Mm-hmm. But yesterday, I think he was just like, just move your body, which is what I needed to do. And it helped you, I think. Yeah, I felt I felt way better. Mm-hmm. We were just like pieces of shit on Sunday and Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Did nothing. Yeah. Sloths. Didn't we, move the couch. I mean, I think I had a total of 100 steps. Oh yeah, I probably had half that. Yeah. Whatever, however many steps it is to the bathroom times two, that's how many I had. <laughs> it was bad. Um, okay, so my favorite workout recently was not actually a lifting workout, which I've been loving them. I'm getting stronger, all the good stuff. But last week I did a yoga class at home, like in the living room, and I used um, <clears throat> System of Strength Digital Studio, which is the workout that I had used all through quarantine. It was like what I did primarily. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really done a workout at home since, I don't know, July, really, because once the gym's open and I got back in, right. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to do this. But I was reminded how much their programming is just really great. Like, it, it's not like 
I don't, it's just different than a lot of like online things. They're just good. They're just good at engaging. Whatever, yeah, however it, it sounded is. like I listened to their podcast with them. Oh, and yeah. It sounded like such a really cool concept and they just have a different approach and it seems yeah. more all encompassing. Right. They just... can like keep they like keep you going even in a living room. But I, I you know, it's dark at 2 p.m. So it was, <laughs> it was dark. I had all my Christmas lights on in the living room. It was like so cozy and I just had not, I have not done mobility work in a while and so my body like as soon as I got into it I was like oh my this is exactly what my body needs like there's no reason why I am not doing this at least once a week I can I do it in my, I don't have to leave the house right. and I can do a yoga class yeah it's been about three decades for me since I've done any mobility work probably <laughs> coming out of the womb is the last time I was ever flexed but do you you did that remember when we went to the hot yoga oh, class fuck your me. first hot yoga class jesus that was intense i know it was that so was good but you left and you thought you were high on drugs i did think i was high on drugs <laughs> and i had freaking post malone screaming in my ear the whole time it was fantastic i can't remember like exactly what we did in that class but it was at hi-fi so it's a it's a challenging class yeah. it's i mean not I, like I blacked out i couldn't <laughs> tell you anything all i remember is feeling like an absolute little bitch like coming over he's like you can do better you can do better just move a little bit i'm like well, this is all i got <laughs> drenched in sweat pouring i know, I know. <laughs> and you feel like so uncoordinated i think i remember you being like in the beat like the first couple minutes like okay this is cool <laughs> this is no problem i was humbled very quickly yeah. very quickly <gasps> I haven't been up there in a while. Um, so real quick, do you doing a at home workout? Yeah, is it hard to kind of get yourself psyched up to do it? You know, I've always that's what I had trouble with. Even when during quarantine, when I worked out from home, yeah, it was just getting started. You yeah. know, because if you're going to the gym, you, you get dressed, you put your clothes right. on, you I get my water bottle, right. I drink my protein. I'm like, okay, I'm in the mood. Right. Drive music, but at home, it was like, what's that catalyst to kind of get me going? Do, I know. Do you feel that as well? Um. For sure. Mm -hmm. and once, once, when it was like in quarantine and I just like got into a routine, then it, it wasn't, it, as big it, it wasn't that, that big of a deal. But I, I'm, I'm trying to analyze what it is about. I know I felt great after that yoga class. I felt so good. I'm like, what is preventing me from sticking to a goal of doing this once mm -hmm. a week? Like there's nothing holding me back except for the fact that I'm just not doing it. So yeah. I'm like, what is it? But I don't, I, yeah, I don't know if it's just, yeah, it's just the act of like, it's going to be an hour and I don't know. I have, I can't, I have nothing, I have no reason not to do it. Yeah. But you also really like the social aspect of working out. So yeah. I feel like that might be a little deterrence for like, oh, why don't I just work out from home? You, you want to get out of the house. You want to go right. do something. Right. But I think that like to, for me to go to system of strength, it's a, 15 minute drive right. there and back and then you know gotta leave you know you want to get there like to, or you know it's like so much time right you, you have like, to you have to get dressed get yourself together drive yeah and then you're gonna be social if you're there you're gonna talk to people it's a two-hour ordeal by the time it's, it's all a, said yeah, and done exactly exactly yeah. so i'm like i don't know what's holding me back but yeah it is just kind of sometimes hard to get going with it yeah i, I have to like tell myself i'm gonna do it like that day <laughs> like you're you're like before i'm like okay this is this day you're mm -hmm. gonna you're gonna, I like make a plan for myself. Yeah. Like I put it on my fucking calendar. On your calendar. I put like it on my calendar. Serious. Yes. I have all my workouts on my calendar, but I will like put it on my calendar of like the time around the time I think I'm going to do it. Right. So then I'm like, okay, it's there. You can't, you can't not do it. Maybe I should try that. Try it. I don't know. Be a little more structured. I, but when you're working out at home, like what are you doing? You have weights? Oh, I had such like a junkyard setup. Yeah, I had like old. I heard like, saw you like lifting buckets and shit. Yeah, buckets of just old rusty car parts. 
like I drilled like little eyelet screws into logs and had a D handle. It was like rowing logs, rowing car batteries. I bought a pulley system and put it in my garage and just anything I could fit into the bucket, like an old turbo, like yeah. just a truck part, throw it in, do that. Like backpacks, doing lunges, like calf raises, everything. anything I could think to do, we would do. Yeah. Um, me, us being Vince, but yeah. Um, yeah, you made some like yeah, yeah we got creative. All, yeah, we would gym, <laughs> garage gym. I would. We would just. He would sit like in the driver's seat of the jeep. We'd drive it to the end of the driveway, and then I would push it the length of the driveway, and then we drive jeep? it the jeep, and then we'd switch and do that. It was brutal. Brutal. How do you push it? I've heard other people like this pushing the car. Do you like put it in neutral? Yeah, it's a manual, so we just put it in neutral, and it's kind of easy to push. So someone just modulates the handbrake. So oh. put a little resistance on it. Oh, wow. So and it's kind of like a sled push, but extreme. it's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. And there's a little like bar on the front where the winch is. So you can like, grab it like an actual bar oh, okay. and push it. Really good workout. Yeah. Um, I would, if I could do it again, I'd probably pull it as well. I think that's what a lot of people do too, is like, yep. kind of pull the car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you can do legs and back and everything. Yeah. Johnny has me do a lot, almost every workout, which was interesting that we didn't do it yesterday. I do either like a sled pull or a sled push. Mm -hmm. It's like my, my favorite types of exercises okay i don't like to sprint oh no push but if when it's like heavy yeah, and it's like right. slow i want my muscles to be burning not my lungs yeah you know? well because then when it's the sprint not only are your lungs burning but your muscles are right. also burning. exactly but i like just like the, like the i don't know just the output of work. it's maximum effort you're yeah. using your legs your arms yeah. your shoulders everything yeah. yeah it feels really good and it just feels like you're productive in the movement because you are actually like getting from point you can like see progress you're doing something right yes. you're not just like picking up the weight putting it down the yeah. ground <laughs> like <laughs> exactly. it just like you literally yeah. have, right right did you do anything we don't know <laughs> so yeah i really like that stuff i, I wonder if he'll program some when or you should you should like play around with them too i will when you yeah. when we go in on wednesday yeah, when we go Wednesday, I'll have him kind of throw something at me to see. Yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Shout bit. out Johnny. Thank you so much for yeah, shout out us, Johnny. Letting it in Performance House, Ryan at Performance House for letting us come play around while he's in town. It's much appreciated. R Richard was wondering. So Richard's been here since Saturday, so he'll be here for a full week by the time you know, like Christmas comes and goes. And when we were talking about Thanksgiving, he was like, "Oh, but I'm not gonna be able to work out. I don't know the gym's open." And I was like, "I think we can find something for you." So. Yeah, that's always important. You don't have to be a fat slob the whole time. I mean, I'm still going to be a fat slob. <laughs> I'm going to be fatter when I leave than when I came, but at least it's I got the, to work it's out. It's the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for the thing we want to talk about, since this is the week of Christmas, and because I love the Christmas cheer so much, we're going to talk about Christmas things. So first up, we're going to talk about Christmas traditions. Now, I would not say that our family is one that is like a very traditions-based family. Like we're not like, okay, this is what we do every single year and it has to be done and like whatever. But I do think we have some like, you know, things that we need for Christmas to like be Christmas. Like cr sure. our, our Christmas truths, if you will. Yeah. Like for example, it is a Christmas truth that we must have grandma's sour cream cookies stored in an old popcorn tin with layers of parchment, parchment paper, paper and i need the bottom ones to be slightly squished oh, yeah absolutely squished and the icing and the the sprinkles bleeding into mm, one mm, another a little mm. bit and best on like the fifth or sixth day yes i agree um 
I'm glad that also you said that we're not very traditional. That takes a little pressure off of me thinking about Christmas traditions. We don't right. have like big. Right, right. We don't. Ha- yes. Like I know some people, but... right. They're like, okay, the, the, the tree cutting or like, I don't know, maybe you go to church or yeah. like you have, you always go to this person's house. They hide a this. pickle in the tree. I don't yeah, know. Whatever right, right. Or do. like, yeah, we, we don't, we don't have a lot of things like that, but. Yeah, the sour cream cookies are, Those were, that like, is Christmas. It's a me. Christmas truth, yeah. You know, and I had a really big problem. After you left after Thanksgiving, me, mom, and Katrina made sour cream cookies. Yeah, where are those now? They are dispersed throughout my body in the form of body fat. That's where they're <laughs> at, Christelle. Uh, <laughs> I, I was a little, Katrina just had a blatant disregard for the proper technique of icing and sprinkling a cookie. Okay, well, how? what is the proper technique? Look, you don't want too much okay you have to let the cookie shine right the icing is there just to hold the sprinkles to the cookie okay you don't want a big glob of icing no you and and grandma has on the instructions that you ice the cookies while they're still slightly warm Mm -hmm. so it gets a little melted effect right and it cover you know they're not smooth so you got to get in all the nooks and crannies these are are very imperfect cookies all around (laughs) yeah yeah, i don't want to um lead people on to think that these are you know bakery quality cookies these look like something someone might have thrown out yeah seriously but but also they're they're grandma's mom's recipe yeah they're so, generations old yes and yes. that's why i was a little upset when katrina was icing and katrina's our sister yeah. yes katrina is our sister unfortunately um the blatant disregard for the proper technique she was just uh, all willy-nilly with the icing and the sprinkles i can't stand she was just dumping sprinkles on it there there's no gap between the sprinkles i like when there's i do like though when there's a lot of sprinkle and it almost gives it like a crunch glaze on it i'll have to disagree with you here <laughs> i have to disagree with you you like a sparse sprinkle the sprinkles there for the aesthetic it's not for there for the taste or texture no i like a tech i like it to be the texture that's why i like when they bleed into the icing too i feel like it gives it a special kind of texture yeah I have to disagree with you. But I mean, I think that's what makes those cookies so special is everybody yeah. has something different they like about right, them. Right, for sure. Those those are our Christmas truth. And as a part of that Christmas truth, you have to have at least six a day. Six a day. But, six in a sitting. But you, I mean, you can't eat any less than... Okay, you can't eat less... And I talked about this with Mom Katrina. You can't eat less than five at a time. No. You just can't. <laughs> it's really impossible. But as part of that, you have to wake up every morning telling yourself you're only going to have one. <laughs> Look, I lie to myself all the time. That is probably the biggest lie I've ever told myself is that I'm going to have just one cookie. One sour cream cookie. That's it. I can remember like being home, like from college or whatever, like being at grandma's and you I fucking overdo it every day. And every morning I'd wake up and I would say before I got out of bed, okay, you're gonna, you can have one. You can, you can have one cookie. That's all you need. You, you know who I really blame it on though is grandma because there is no damn reason and we're talking about grandma katie for the grandma listeners. katie yeah. bless her soul what a sweet <laughs> sweet lady i love the podcast with her by the way um there is no reason that a family of i don't know seven people eight people need 400 cookies <laughs> <laughs> like when i'm saying popcorn tins like the big ass popcorn tins and there would be like five of them full of cookies they're about the size of a five gallon bucket <laughs> <laughs> lined a one on top of each other yeah <laughs> Why did we always have so many cookies? And so the cookies stayed like well into fucking oh, yeah. February. Oh, March. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like my birthday on March 7th, we were just finishing <laughs> off Christmas cookies. There's so many. So I bl- I partly blame her for that because no one needs that many cookies. No, that's very true. That's very true. You'll see. We're going to bake cookies today, 
Tomorrow, yeah, we're going to try to get to them You'll today, see yeah. how many just one batch is. I know. There are tons. <laughs> it's absurd. I have to say, I'm really happy that you're going to be here because I've made them one other time and they were nothing like they were nothing like the Christmas cookies that I know. I think I made them too big. I made too much ice. I don't know. It well, I didn't hate to break well. it to you, but I've never baked them either. Oh, fuck. And I, I saw mom baking them after Thanksgiving and she was doing a lot of improving. Oh, fuck. A little, add a little flour, add a little this, add a little that, changing the time on the oven. Okay, well, I'm 32 years old. By the time mom was 32 years old, she had had all the four kids. She was making these cookies. Why has no one told me how to make the cookies? I don't know. I wish I could answer that question, but no one's taught me either. Fuck. Okay, we're just going to do our best. But mom is also so bad with recipes because she's made these things how many times? I know. That's what I'm saying. And the fact that you still are like, oh, I think it maybe it does. Th-. I'm like, mom, what does it say? You've made you made these last year, the year before, for the last however many years of your life. My grandma's recipe will just say like one bag of powdered sugar that she wrote in 1960 when there was only one size of powdered <laughs> sugar available. And now you're like, is it a 16? Is it a 32? Is it a 24? Like, what is the ounces? Exactly. It's I very forget ambiguous. there was something. She'd be like, okay, a package of cream cheese like that. That's fine. Those cream cheese doesn't have any of these cookies. But I'm trying to think if there's another example of like, I don't know, her recipe card. I'll, I'll post a picture of the recipe card. It's it's almost laughable. It is. Um, I've saw, I saw mom's recipe card and there is as much of mom's writing on the card as there was the original recipe. Just this is what this means. This is what that means. I think we might be in our, over- our yeah, heads, no, but we're gonna, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. So do you have another Christmas truth? Mm, a Christmas truth. Um... One thing I really like to do, and I don't know if you guys do this too. Well, we every year we have like a Christmas coordinator to pass out gifts. Oh, yes. Exactly right. The Christmas coordinator. I forgot about that. Yes. And my favorite thing about the Christmas coordinator is that I write um, nicknames for Katrina on the package. And then when I pass out, I get to... Say the names out loud. Yes. And it's mostly just me roasting Katrina. Right. Exactly. Like I just wrapped a present for her last night and put Fat Rena on it. I'm sure she'll love that every year. It's a big eye roll. She will love Fat Rena. Katrina, yes, she'll absolutely love to be called that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, the Christmas coordinator is responsible for, you know, everyone sits around the tree and how we open presents at our house, which after being at the Grody's, it is very different experience. Is it mayhem there? What they do, oh no, what they do is every, like, the okay, you're at the tree and the, and the presents are there. They pass out all of the presents to you. So you have all the, all your presents sitting in front of you in a pile. And it's almost like everyone then like kind of goes around and opens maybe one or two and they just kind of like move in a circle oh, that seems very uncultured to me well it's yeah i, I don't understand it it's that for, takes it's away like, the excitement you want you don't you don't want to see your packages before you're ready to open them right it gives i agree it away. i agree so the role of the christmas coordinator is they everyone is sitting you know around the tree in their spots and the christmas coordinator will choose under from under the tree who gets the present okay it's mom's mom he tosses the present hands her the present whatever and everyone watches as mom opens the present and we talk about the present yes, exactly. and maybe you maybe you might even try it on if you can't 
Like it, it, we spend a lot of time on each present. I like the unwrapping of the gifts to last at least two hours. Oh, minimum, yes. Like, what's the point? What else do you do? That's the whole biggest. Yeah, you want to talk about them and maybe guess what some of them are. Yeah. Like you said, try it on, or like talk about the process of picking it out. Exactly. Oh, how I you thought about this. Oh, I talked to I talked to Christelle about getting this for you, and she said yeah. you'd love it. And I picked this color over that because yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, that's and the best. It's a lot of responsibility being the coordinator though, because you miss out on some of the fun because as they're opening and discussing you have to be queuing up the next gift sure you don't want to lull in the action no sure you got to keep the show on the road <laughs> right and yeah. then you also take input from the openers right like, right right because oh, i'm like oh, hey, this hey, one, hey get this one this one before that one yeah. save yeah. that one for you're like last. the mc of christmas of the christmas gifts yeah i enjoy it a lot yeah it's yeah. you're you're very good at it uh okay so one of the christmas truths that i thought of was that in the morning we're allowed to open the stockings mm. first before mama's awake but no other gifts the stockings are allowed. I am really a little disappointed that we're not going to have stockings this year. Since I don't know, we don't know if Mom's going to bring them. But. I'm a lot disappointed, and I'm I'm going to venture out and say that she's not bringing them. She seemed a little, you know, anti-stocking last year. To that's the best. Like I love that part. I that was the best part because, in you know, my memory is always of Joe. Joe was always up so right, right. So Joe's the early. first one. That yeah, I have a Christmas truth about about Joe too. I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Um, and so would, it's that, I mean, that it holds us over. We get to go get our stockings. Mom doesn't have to be here. Right. And it's always kind of the same shit. And especially now we're adults, like, look, my yearly supply of chapstick better come from my stocking. I, I, I haven't bought chapstick in a decade. No, for sure. I know, And there's nothing like the thrill of when you feel the mm. outer stuffed mm. felt stocking and you remove it from the mantle and you can, can't you just feel the weight of it in your hand? Oh, it's girthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does have a good hand You just feel. take it back to your spot and one by one you pull it out. You got to reach in the very bottom into the toe. For oh, the, the best is one. when you think that it's empty and then you mm -hmm. find something, maybe something small at the very bottom. Yeah. I yeah. Know. I'm going to be sad about that. But you know, if we take one year off, I think we can bring that tradition right. back. I mean, mom could surprise us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fingers not, crossed. <laughs> It'll be a Christmas miracle. She does. Okay. So then the other Christmas truth that I was thinking was Joe's that for sure, Joe always had the most presents. Yes. But, and the biggest presents. Yes. But in return, he also did give us the most expensive presents. Oh, yes. I mean, one of my Christmas truths is, you know, for the longest time, that was one of the best parts of Christmas was just going around with Joe shopping. Yeah. Like he had a blank check. Yeah. <laughs> like no, he did not care how much he spent. What does she want? Let's go get it. I know. It was great. It was the best. And just driving around with him, like stopping and getting food, you know, it, that was uh, one of the best things yeah. about Christmas. He got, one year he got me this like full Nike workout outfit, like matching tights with a matching sports bra. And this was like just when like workout sets were like yeah. coming oh, up, yeah. you know? And I remember Alex, his friend Alex was like, Joe had, had no idea what to get you. I told him this is a thing. She likes to work out. It was good. I still have that bra. Yeah. He, he got really good gifts. He was a good gift giver for yeah. sure. For sure. Okay. Do you have any other ones? Um, you know, I really don't have any that That's I can okay. think of right now. Yeah, those are the big ones for us. Yeah, I think and so. And you know what? It's I I really like that. Even, you know, now as we're in kind of trying we're not even trying to be like, okay, this is the new tradition. Every right. year we need to do this. We're right. all as a family very open to being like, okay, we were in Charlotte last year for Christmas. Okay, well, let's do Cincinnati this year. Who knows what we're going to do next year? Like we're just right. we're open you know, to like new experiences. Right. Christmas always feels the same no matter where we're at, what we're doing. But we always kind of try different things. I mean, even was it last year we did like the Christmas sweater thing? 
Oh yeah, no, like, that was that was two years ago. Two years ago, yeah, that right. was so much fun, and we've right. always kind of done like small little things yeah. like that. We have our staples, you know, what we eat when we eat, the yeah. process, right? You know, the timing. But other than that, we always like do cool little things that I enjoy, and I right. like that it's open. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, we gotta have entirely too much food. We gotta mm. fucking have. A, a dumbass game that we're gonna play. Oh yeah! And we've got to see whose fart can sound the most like the horn of the Titanic. <laughs> and then that's like we're gonna have a good time. Like Christelle has won the last five years. If anyone's fall, wondering, fall, you're fucking lying out of your teeth right I would now. Never. Not to these beautiful people listening to the show. No, yeah. Then we're good. That's fun time. Okay. So then next up, I want to talk about how you found out that Santa wasn't real. Mm. I can't. Be sure I can't trace it back to maybe the true origin, but okay. what I think happened was one of my dumb degenerate friends in school. Sure. How I, old are you? I think I was maybe seven. Okay. Six. Okay. I can't remember the exact age. Um, I think grandma might have been living in Woodlawn Village. Yeah. I, I don't know when that was. Yeah. Um, but one of my degenerate friends at school said something, you know, acting like a badass that he knew Santa wasn't real. And like, and I thought that I was the smartest kid. Yeah, like, sure. With, out of my friends, at least. They sure. were all pretty dumb. So it's like, there's no way he knows and I don't know. Yeah. So I was on this mission and Joe helped me and we would just look all around the house for our gifts. Like that's, that was our test. If we could find the gifts and then on Christmas day, see that they're from Did Santa. Did you look in the back of the trunk of the van? Cause that's where mom kept them. <laughs> I remember when we found a gift like up in the closet behind like a shoebox or something. Like I'm lifting Joe up to find yeah. this stuff. Um, and so we had, we had done that found a gift we didn't know if it was going to be from santa or mom yet well so i like, found the gifts in the back of the trunk of the van one time and mom said those are the gifts i'm buying for the to children that i'm donating them to <laughs> and then on christmas morning lo and behold we were the donation yes <laughs> from santa from santa yes yeah, yeah so I, I think that was when i kind of had a suspicion like maybe these bastards are right maybe yeah. santa isn't real and i remember um Christmas Eve, I wanted to be the one to pour the milk in the glass for Santa. Okay. And so I poured the milk and then I took a Sharpie and I marked on the milk jug. I'm like, if there's a Santa, he'll drink it. And then this line will be, you know, right where it's at. No one had poured milk back into the jug. Oh, okay. I mean, that's a shit theory. Yeah. Because uh, someone's just going to drink the milk drink or it. dump the milk out. And so uh, Christmas morning, I was so confused. I'm like, well, shit, the line's still there. I, they're wrong. Yeah. There's definitely a Santa. Um, but then I saw that the gifts that were in mom's <laughs> closet were actually from Santa. So, so then you knew? I knew, yeah. Okay. Well, mine is like somewhat similar. So I I had to think I was like nine. Maybe like... Maybe oh, that's like, probably right. If I was around seven, you're yeah. nine. We probably found out around the same time. So uh, it was when grandma was living in Woodlawn Village. And I asked for Drake the Mallard Duck Beanie Baby. I really wanted this Beanie Baby. Drake. <laughs> And I was in the closet, up above, of course. Parents, mm -hmm. don't fucking hide your presence Come in above on. the closet. Be better. And I saw Drake. And I was like, this is what I asked Santa for. Why is this in the closet? And I was watching The Miracle on 34th Street. And I was just very distraught. Great film, by the way. Great. I was very distraught because I'm having this experience in my real life of like, I don't know to what to believe. Mm -hmm. Susan in the Miracle on 34th Street, she's having the same dilemma. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And so I was like, I just, I'm going to, I just have to ask grandma. So I take a $1 bill and I circle in God we trust in red. You just, are lying through your teeth right now. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not fucking lying. 
I swear to God, I did it. And I took the dollar bill and I gave it to her and I said, Grandma, do not lie to me. In God you trust, do not lie to me. Is there a Santa I need to know? And she was like, Christelle, the spirit of Christmas is real. You cannot deny that. How do you feel at Christmas time? Holy shit, this should be a Hallmark movie. How do you feel at Christmas time? And I was like, I love Christmas time. I love the Christmas cheer. And she's like, that is real. And you believe in that. And so she didn't say. Those are wise words. But also real. But I knew then. If you, if grandma committed murder and you used that same technique, she'd tell you that she murdered someone. (laughs) If you circled in God, we trust on a dollar bill and said, grandma, you didn't know if you killed somebody. She'd she'd have to come clean. Well, but I think her response was good though. She didn't flat out say no Santa, but she just said like, maybe that's not the most important thing that you need to believe in for Christmas Uh, to be a special time. Now, in terms of age, do you think nine is old to find out that Santa isn't real? Maybe she. I think I was probably on the older end. I think you were too. <laughs> I feel like some parents have to think, man, my kid has got to be pretty dumb if they're ten years old and they still think there's a Santa. Like there's so many, there's so much evidence that there is not. Right. If you're right. four, or five, yeah, but six, I remember. I remember too. One year, I was, I was probably getting to that age, and I was like, oh, is that a thing? And then mom would yell up the stairs like. All right, they just spotted Santa on the radio. And I'm like, oh, fuck, the radio says it. And it's got to be true. Yes, they pulled some greasy tactics. They really (laughs) did. I mean, we would have to like go feed the reindeer in the yard, the reindeer feed. And then it'd be like all this shit that they would do. And you're like, you'd have a little bit of doubt and it'd just be erased. Like, there's no way. The radio. I know. They're not going to lie about that. Yeah. I saw this thing that was the most wholesome, amazing thing ever. I think it was in like Ireland. A prime minister, I don't know, some government official gave this whole huge speech, like at the government building, whatever, telling the kids that they do not have to worry about Santa Santa coming into their house this year uh, because of COVID. Like he he's has he will be able to. Uh, you, you should you know maintain a social distance, but he will. There will be no reason that he will not be able to visit the houses because of COVID. And I was like. The fact that fu- a fucking government, like, that's so wholesome. Yeah, I mean, this I is also that. why people grow up not trusting politicians. <laughs> if it, Two years down the road, and I'm like, this fucking guy told me Santa was real, and now he's giving me economic policy? What the fuck? I can't take this guy serious. I get it, though. I get it. Yes, that's very sweet. Yeah. Okay, so last last Christmassy thing. Um, what is one thing that you want for Christmas that you can never have? Well, I think it might be a little long-winded, but I think it embodies the essence of the question so the short answer is like i'd I'd love to be on tv and we kind of talked about this last night oh yeah you said you wouldn't do it i think it's a like i said it's the circumstance of being on tv but you could be on tv this is not out of the it's not like totally impossible yeah but i kind of want to be like a big deal on tv okay so what would you do so i'll hopefully this sounds a little sinister but i would love for something terrible to happen like maybe there's a big like house fire or maybe like a terrorist attempt or something, and I'm the guy that saves the day. Oh, my God. And so, you know, I get my start on maybe local news. Okay. They just interview me, and then okay. I do like the morning show national TV round. Oh, you're like a hero. Yeah, I'm like on Good Morning America, and I'm yeah. like very, very humble, and everyone loves me. Sure. Like old ladies, young men, like everyone just thinks I'm so cool. Right. He just like saved all these people, and right. he's just humble about it. And then I would get my own TV show. Oh, and are I would you just, like, is the premise that you're like, you're like showcasing other acts of heroism, but like nothing's as good as what you did? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I scour the nation for local heroes. 
But no one's as good as you. But no one's as good as me. I can't. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to televise right. it if it is. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. We just sweep that under the rug if someone does something yeah. better than I did. So yeah. that that's probably what I would want that I'll never get. Okay. Yeah. I think maybe because I'm just not heroic. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I don't know if that would lead to a TV show. Right. Right. But I can dream. Right. No, okay. That That's a good one. So what I want is I want to be in a perfume commercial. Hmm. And like the kind of perfume commercial where it starts out like the first scene, you're like in a luxurious hotel, silk robe surrounded by white roses and I like pick up, you know, and like my hair is on my makeup zone. There's like this like twinkling little music playing. And like I do a spritz of the perfume and maybe I like, ooh, like fall in the bed and then the next scene I'm like popped up but I'm now and I'm in a in a cozy bar and I'm like meeting my gorgeous friends and I've got a sparkly cocktail dress on and I see like a sultry hot man across the bar and he like raises his glass to me cut to the next scene we're in front of like the Eiffel Tower or maybe we're underwater or maybe we're floating yeah underwater's good <laughs> we're floating in the sky and then it's like it's it's like uh, shining bright like a diamond for the girl who dares. Parfum de Parfum. <laughs> Why do they always just go Parfum. so ridiculous? It starts off believable. A perfume, a perfume like a girl is the most ridiculous, but I, like, I just want to be in And then one. they're just... on the moon, like yes. hugging and kissing yes. on the moon. Yes. <laughs> Why? I don't know, but I just want to see myself in it. I just want to see myself in a perfume commercial. That'd be really cool. I know. I don't know. That's also not out of the question, though. Uh, I don't know. What the Fit has a scent, new scent. Why? <laughs> There you go. What the fit sent coming soon. Um, okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, we have a couple voicemails to get to. So don't forget, keep calling the voicemail. Call in, tell me about how your Christmas went, or uh, you can share some of your Christmas truths or maybe some some New Year's Eve truths if you have any of those. Uh, but I'm going to be hosting the next snippet with Ryan. So you can also call in with questions for Ryan. Hey, Chrissy. Girly Caitlin here. Hope you're having a great week. Just was doing a little midday what's fit walk, listening to the snippet with you and Bessie. And first things first, fantastic just content on, you know, the whole self-esteem thing. I, too, suffer from issues and challenges when, you know, I'm just mindlessly scrolling and having some negative self-chatter, and, uh, yeah, i got to be more conscious of that. Um, but just, yeah, great, great little snippet. What I'm calling about, though, is related to another voicemail that you had. Um, really uh, interesting um, insight. I have not yet found the Ellen Whitney gingerbread Oreo, uh, I don't know, Shining Star package somewhere in the greater Cincinnati area. Um, I don't know how committed I am to actually driving to go find them, but my Target does not have them, and I stood in front of the Oreos for a long time over the weekend trying to find them. But I would like to think that I might have found a dupe for said gingerbread Oreos, the Trader Joe's Mini Gingerbread People. First time uh, that I actually have bought them because the Trader Joe's line went crazy fast um, when I was there on Monday. And um, I I highly recommend anyone who frequents Trader Joe's purchase these because they are amazing. Um, they might be laced with something because they're basically my breakfast every single day. And 
lunch and dinner, but whatever, that's not the point, um, might be a dupe. So in case people don't want to go adventuring out into the wilderness trying to find these gingerbread Oreos, maybe try the uh, these mini gingerbread people at Trader Joe's. They're amazing. Like any holiday snacks, Trader Joe's just knocks it out of the park again. Another favorite, unrelated to gingerbread, but um, so holiday is the peppermint JoJo, um, basically the Trader Joe's Oreos, but they're peppermint. They're like dark chocolate covered with candy canes on top, and they have like candy cane filling. Oh my god, they're so good. Um, it's basically like eating like a candy cane thin mint on crack. It's so good. Anyways, now I'm hungry, and I need to probably eat more any gingerbread people. But anyways, that's all. Keep doing your thing. Uh, yeah, I just bought my ticket to the uh, Wednesday, no, Tuesday, the December 15th little adventure um, at Comfort Station. So I can't wait to see everyone there. Bye. Girly Caitlin, thanks for calling in. Um, so this was this was a, a voicemail that I actually missed by accident the last time. So we're a couple weeks behind, but still very important content, especially for those people who might be doing some last minute holiday treat shopping. I actually, I don't mean to brag, but I have a package of said gingerbread Oreos in my pantry right now because Ellen brought them over and uh, I don't have to worry about finding them. They're delicious. I'm not going to make anything with them. I'm just going to eat them by their, themselves, but... Yeah, I don't really think that you can compare anything to an Oreo, though. You don't think those are that? You don't think those are? I mean, it's no; not, those are good. I'm saying, no offense to to Trader Joe's, but oh, you can't touch an Oreo. Oh, like it, the brand Oreo. Yeah, you can't touch an Oreo. I don't know. What I, do, What do you think compares to an Oreo? Yeah, I I agree, but I think this is a good because these gingerbread Oreos, you've no one's been able to find them anywhere. They're like fucking elusive Turbo Man of Oreos. <laughs> They're the Turbo Man of the cookies. They're the Turbo Man of cookies. <laughs> so who went full Arnold and got you the cookie? So 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 Ellen had found like a bunch like very early on, and she like bought the entire store. And then some other people have been calling in and were saying, "Hey, the 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 Walmart in Kentucky and Alexandria, Kentucky has them." And it was just like you know, a mad dash. So like she's that. been Ellen has been like selling them like the on the yeah, cookie on the black, black market. market. Exactly. Yeah. She yeah. seems like she deals in the cookie black market. She she does. She's got. I I've said it before. She's got some talk about sinister, suspicious cookie making thing. Like her, what the fuck's up with the cookies? Dude, there's, what there's something the wrong. Fuck. I have never in my life had a cookie that tastes like that. I know. That's what I'm saying. She's doing something tricky. I don't know what it is. Yeah, there's something fucky going on. Yeah, there. there's <laughs> something funny, and I don't know what it's going on. But uh, okay, so yeah, cookies good. Thanks for calling in about your issues and challenges with self esteem. I think something we can all relate to. Richard, do you have any challenges with self esteem? Oh, uh, definitely. I mean, my <laughs> you, Christelle, you probably know, but my internal dialogue is nothing but me spewing hate at myself. I know that's how not good. I motivate myself is just tell how much. How, tell myself how much of a piece of shit I am if I don't do something. Constantly. Get the fuck out of bed, you lazy piece of shit. Go to the gym. You fat, fat, disgusting man. You better go work out. It's horrible. It's yeah, horrible. It's I need horrible. to work on that and I've tried, but I just feel like a fraud. I feel like you, this isn't how you talk to yourself. Don't be nice to yourself. Oh. I don't. I need to work on that. Yeah, there's a Maybe lot of inner work that. that needs to happen. A lot there. of inner work. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of stuff suppressed for the better part of two decades. So. Right, exactly. We don't have enough time to get into that then, but I appreciate you calling in on it. Um, good realization to recognize that negative self chatter. Maybe, maybe the way to start 
is to not try to change it, but just recognize when it's coming up. That like okay. when you are start when you start saying mean things to yourself, just be like, just recognize. Okay, I'm saying mean things to myself. Okay, and maybe without even the intention of changing it, just the recognition of when it's happening that you're that you're noticing it. Yeah, I think that's a, a good of a start as any right there. Yeah, yeah. I'll try. Let's, well, let's, let, you can come back and let us know how that's going. Um, oh yeah, what the fit live? Talk about what the fit live that happened last week. I love the live shows. I am just like that is what I would love to spend all my time and energy doing. Is maybe it would just be like a talk show where there's a live audience all the yeah, time. Yeah, I think you were born to do that, Chris. Oh my god, it's so much fun. So I know that a lot of people, um, you know, couldn't make it close to the holidays, couldn't make it because it was inside. So we'll just wait until mm-hmm. weather breaks starts to get nice again and we will resume the live shows and maybe I can like be on some sort of a a regular schedule with them. I don't know. I'll, I'll yeah, once it. I get famous on, on national TV, I'll yeah. I'll hook you up. Right. You can feature me as what the fit as a hero. You save helping... the Cincinnati fitness scene. Yeah. Not that it's in disarray now, but right. who knows? Uh, yeah. Who knows what could have happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh next voicemail. Hi Chrissy, this is Yolanda. Now that it's getting cold outside and I received my What the Fit red hat. Can't wait to wear it. I want to know, and a mystery caller called about gloves. I want to know, what do you wear for pants uh, for when you go outside? Do you just do your regular workout pants, or do you wear fleece for when it's really cold outside? I have some ski pants, but I think they're a little too warm, and sometimes I regular workout pants were too thin so i just wanted your recommendation and um on your topic of um talking to uh alice on a snippet my um performance goal is has been i've been working on it is to do 10 and then move up to 20 push-ups so love the podcast keep doing what you do because it is very much appreciated. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Yolanda. Thanks for calling in. I don't think we heard from you last week, which is a big disappointment. What the fit beanies? Yolanda got hers. Red beanie. There's navy blue ones. There's black ones. There's green ones. I really love the green, the spruce green. Um, red. I don't remember which one. Are there any fluorescent colors? Yellow, no, they don't have any green. fluorescent colors on the site that I that I ordered from. I would love to have, as you know, a lime green one, mm, but the only lime too. green ones they have have a little bobble on the top, and it just takes away from me, and I don't want a bobble. It's a on little the top. juvenile. Yeah. So if you guys, if anyone wants what the fit beanies, you can order them. They're on my story highlights. Basically, just DM me, and uh, we'll get you all set up, and it ships right to you. They're super cute, and they're perfect for all your what the fit walks. Yolanda, this is a great question on the pants because it's something that I struggle with too. Is this is this a good time to announce the What the Fit branded pants that just say What the Fit across the ass? Yeah, we're gonna bring those <laughs> big back. bold letters. Oh my what god! The fit. Yeah. yeah, remember how they always had to be like dance, cheer, Ju- juicy, juicy, <laughs> the, just like yeah, branded across the butt. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I wish maybe someday. I I I don't I don't really know the the best option either because i feel you on that sometimes it does feel like the regular workout pants too thin ski pants that does seem aggressive for cincinnati i don't think that's the best <laughs> what are you laughing about i, I don't i don't know why that's so <laughs> why that's so funny to me 
walking around in ski pants. Yes, I'm, I'm picturing my putting my own ski pants yeah. on and like just going to the grocery or something. Yeah, going for a walk. Well, this is when we were like out walking and, you know, in the cold elements, which is I, I am very committed to continuing my walks even mm. in the cold. But the thing that I've been struggling with too even is like you start out and it's cold. I've got mm. my big jacket on. I've got a hat. I've got gloves. Okay, I'm walking around for 40 minutes and then I obviously have to get back up the hill and by the time I am full drenched in sweat, my fleece is stuck to me. I'm so hot. By the end, I've got the coat open. My gloves are off. My hat is askew. And I'm just like, it's too hot. So you, look, I, you look disheveled. You look like you just ran from a burglar. Yeah. It's what I feel like. I get in, I'm like panting. <laughs> I, I'm just like, it's like a wet, mm-hmm. a wet, cold sweat. It's terrible. So so what I've been doing is is really dressing... So the first five minutes of the walk, I think I'm too cold. And then by the time I get moving, it's like, okay, then you're perfect. If you start off and you're cold, you're doing it right. Of course. Of course. And I think you have to ask yourself, which is more uncomfortable to you, being cold or being warm and sweaty and yeah. disheveled? I was good. Today, I today I got the perfect I got the perfect You got your layering combo. down right? I got yeah. the layering down right. I think it just, you just got to kind of feel it out. Take some time. Pay attention like what the temperature is every time you go out. So then you can be like, okay, when it's 32 degrees, this is how it feels. That's what I'm trying to do. And the wind. The wind's important too. Yeah. The wind is important On a really windy too. day, you're going to need, the ski pants might help. I know. I'm thinking about that now. I did ask for a new pair of, of um, they're they're classified as like hiking pants, or like on the trail pants from Lululemon, but I think they're just a little bit thicker, not fleece lined, just a little bit thicker. So I'll let you know how those go, Yolanda. Uh, performance-based goal, love it. So good, 20 push-ups. You can do it, girly. Keep working at it. Thank you so much for calling. Okay, wild card. If you could get one superpower from the COVID vaccine, what would it be? Ooh. Even though we're going to be the last ones on planet Earth to get the vaccine. Yeah. Because I, we're not frontline workers. I'm so un- unlucky with healthy. my super. I would get such a stupid superpower, but if I could pick one, I think maybe x-ray vision. What the fuck would you want x-ray vision for? Um, we're just seeing in a vault to see how much money is in In there? my head, I was like thinking about cracking a safe, but I don't think my life would, I wouldn't become a bandit no. like once I get a superpower. So uh, tell me, I'll think about mine. Tell me yours. Okay. So I was obviously thinking about this last night as I was drained <laughs> from the day and I would really love the ability, the superpower that when you're feeling tired or when you're feeling low energy, you just like. Shut yourself off. No, you snap your fingers and you get like you're surged to have energy oh, again. You don't okay. have to drink caffeine. You don't have to take a drug. You don't have to do anything. You're just like, okay, now I have energy. Like anytime that you want to feel energized and ready to go. And if you have to like do get other things done, you can. Oh, that's great. You know, I think in that same vein, thinking about my very boring life and I don't need to fly. I don't need x-ray vision. <laughs> it'd be great if I got the covid vaccine and i just never had to sleep again yeah but do you think i might miss sleep though yeah if you never had to sleep oh you'd my god miss it. You'd how bored go crazy. you'd be shit i'm really you'd go bad crazy because then what you would like have no time to just be like i'm shutting off or what, like, well what if you didn't need sleep but you could sleep yeah okay that's different these are pretty whack superpowers no i think I'm it's great i think that's yours great. is good yours is really good i know that was making me think about 
um, sleeping, what you just said, it can feel so good to drift off to sleep. Mm. Like if you have to have the perfect, like sometimes you just don't remember and you're just like, you're out or whatever. Or when you can't fall asleep, that's terrible. But when you're just like so comfortable oh. and you're just, that's how, I, that's how I was last night. I just like drifted and I was like this, and I was aware of how good it was yeah. feeling to be sleepy and just like drifting the, yeah, off. Those sleeps really hit different. The ones too, how it works for me is I'll feel myself drifting off and I'll just start to have these obscure random yes, thoughts yes. and then I'll kind of come back to like reality and then I'll drift off and yeah. then those become more frequent and the next thing I'm going to sleep. And it is so good to be tired and comfortable mm -hmm. and just feel yourself. You're not fighting it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. No, it is But great. those sleeps don't come too often. No, no. You got to really be appreciative yeah. of them. I speaking of this really quick before we wrap up I last I dreamed the entire night last night like I woke up and I felt like I was watching a TV show the whole night like I didn't I mean I felt I felt rested yeah. it wasn't that I was tired when I woke up but it was just like nonstop very vivid and I can't remember a, a few of them but one of them was that there was this uh, okay funny enough like some kind of plague <laughs> There was wow, like, wonder, there was where like, did you come up with this? There was like an infection happening that if anyone touched, whoever was infected, touched your bare skin, you became infected too. I don't, like everyone looked the same and normal. Like there was no, like you weren't like a zombie looking. But the whole, like I was like trying to find clothes to put on and gloves and and, and my ankles were showing and my pants were too short and my sleeves were too short. And I was like just trying to oh, like. Oh, it's a nightmare then. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was it, and it was like you, I couldn't let them know that I knew if they touched me, I would get the thing. Right. It's like almost they didn't know, but they did know subconsciously because they were, everyone was like hugging and trying to oh, touch. That's the worst. Like those slow burn it nightmares. It was like panicky, were, but like, yeah. like contained. And I was just like trying to run around. It's so funny. I just watched a thing. Doctor Who episode last night where if they had like touch bare skin, they would contract this thing. No, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Yes. That's weird. That's really weird. Oh my I fell god. I fell asleep watching it. And oh it was my god. the episode like during World War II, you know, and if they like touched you couldn't yes. touch your bare skin. Mommy? The yeah, mommy yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the fucking scariest one. <laughs> I watched that last night. That's so fucking weird. Oh my God, Richard. What if it was like up through the airwaves and connecting <laughs> to my brain from when you were falling asleep to it and I was that, in my room? That's gotta be it. I don't there's no other explanation. Wow, this is insane. Weird. Anyways, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate yeah, you taking you, the time to do this. Well, thanks for having me, Crystal. You know, as your, you know, longest Patreon contributor and probably biggest financial supporter, I'm glad that you finally you're, had me on. You're yeah. right. You are you are a big a time investor of what the fit. I do appreciate all your monetary contributions, your love and support, your belief in the podcast. You're very welcome. Thanks so much. Thanks, listeners. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.